Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to this Twin Steeples podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom at Emmanuel. Our devotion for today is taken from Psalm 50, verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. That's one of those verses that we learn here at the school when, as we're getting closer to the beginning of the school year, we can give thanks for these memory verses that remind us of where to look when we are in trouble. From little on, we are told that we are to call upon the 911 services if there's a fire or there's a medical emergency or something's going on or there's an accident. And likewise, we should be taught when we're young or old that it is important that we call upon the Lord in our time of need. We call upon Jesus, our Savior, the triune God. That's why the first question I like to think of when I think of Psalm 50, verse 15, says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you. That's some promise there. And then the following is that you shall glorify me. Well, really, the big question is, who is me there? Who is that me? I need to know who that is. And so when we look at the context of Psalm 50, we recognize that Our psalmist writes about the name of the Lord, all caps, the triune God, Jehovah, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, ultimately knowing who is me, it is Christ our Savior, our brother, the Son of God himself, who took on our flesh. That's the me there that's referring to, the Lord. As we think about this in our day-to-day life, call upon me in the day of trouble. That's taking all of our prayers to the Lord. Just as Paul wrote to the Philippians that we are to rejoice always, but to continue to call on the Lord in all of our anxieties. We lay them on him. Peter talks about this as well. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Over and over the Lord reminds us that we can call on him. And if we read through the Old Testament times, we see the prophets and the people of God calling on the name of the Lord, and he does deliver them. He does remind them of who he is, and what he has done for us. This is such a wonderful phrase to remember, because the Lord does give us deliverance. Sometimes people get caught up with what they're going through at the moment and expect the immediate answer from the Lord. He does test our faith. He wants us to rely on him, not in a fleeting moment, but wants to test us in our endurance and calling upon him, trusting that he will come. There's been a couple times in my life where I've had to call 911, and it is difficult to wait. Those minutes can seem like hours, can feel like days, and yet you are confident that the emergency response team will come. In the same way, we need to be confident when we call on the name of the Lord. He will deliver us in his own time and his own way. And the delay is for the testing of our faith and for our growth, to remember the name of the Lord and what he has done for all of his children in the past, present and future, and for the name which is above every name, which at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. We know that that name is Jesus Christ our Savior, and he will come again to deliver us from the sin-filled world of sorrow, sickness, and sadness, from death itself, and that our Savior conquered the grave for us, to give us that eternal victory. Call upon the name of the Lord today, continue to rejoice in his name, and he will deliver us. He will deliver us for eternity, 
and he will continue to give us reasons to glorify and praise his name. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for your wonder, for your glory, for your omniscience, your wisdom. You teach us all these things through your divine word. Help us to confess all the times where we try to rely on our own strength and not on you. Help us to always look to you in thankfulness for answering all of our needs, providing for us our daily bread and all of those things that we need for this body and life. And most importantly, Lord, we give you thanks for providing us with the one thing needful the forgiveness of all those sins in which we confess and the ones we don't even know that we need to confess. Lord, we pray that you would continue to strengthen our faith and guide us each and every day as you are the light on our feet and the light for our path. Lead us to our heavenly home with you forever as we call upon you in your name and your name alone. Deliver us now and into eternity and we will glorify you once again today and forever. Lord Jesus, in all this we pray joyfully, thankfully, and confidently in your name. Amen. For weekly update and reminders, uh, just a reminder, tonight, August 11th, we are not going to be having our online Bible class. I am going to be helping lead a youth group, so I am out of town this evening, and I will be... uh, hopefully leading other young minds to the Word of God and Christ our Savior. And so continue prayer, continue prayers for that youth group event. Also, we will not be having online class next week due to a scheduling conflict that took priority there. We will be having men's breakfast this coming Friday. We continue with Matthew chapter 5. This will be in the basement this week, and we will have uh, our breakfast there, Lord willing. So that's at 6.30 for men's breakfast this coming Friday. We want to thank Pastor Paul Nolting for stepping in this past weekend, bringing the gospel. This was the only weekend that could make he could make work, but he wanted to uh, help out here in Pastor Nauman's absence, and that was uh, we we're certainly delighted that he was able to come and bring us that rich gospel message and reminding us about what we have in Christ and the joy that we have in serving Him who served us. So thank you again, and also thank you to Pastor Schoenbeck and all of our lay service people, Pastor Russ Schmidt, or <laughs> Pastor uh, Russ Schmidt, who has been really helping out so much like a pastor this past few weeks here, and is also helping uh, this weekend also. So we thank you, Russ. Thank you, Pastor Paul Nolting. And thank you, Pastor Dave Schoenbeck, and all the other helpers that have really been doing so much. Uh, while Pastor Nauman's been away. We thank you. The floors have been finished waxing. Thank you for all the helpers and those who helped move this past weekend. Uh, We have the Sanctuary Narthex carpet that was removed. That project will hopefully be done this week, uh, in the very least before school starts, but scheduled to be done Thursday the 12th. So, Lord willing, that maybe will be wrapped up even by the worship service this weekend. Also, we are planning for the weekend Sunday school and Bible classes to begin September 19th, along with the Sunday school teacher installation. So keep that in mind, Sunday school teacher installation on September 19th. August 21st, back up a little bit here, we're looking at an outdoor adventure day. It's a Saturday. We're hoping to have some softball games. We're inviting other area CLC congregations up in St. Peter, and we're hoping to play a little softball and credit ball. So please mark your calendar for that. Hope you can make it. Also on August 23rd, that Monday is the first day of school for Emmanuel here. Also for Emmanuel and Eau Claire. So we want to keep all of our day schools and our prayers and our high schools as well and bless our teachers and students as they begin hopefully an uneventful school year uh, with no COVID interruptions and our 
distance learning. That would be wonderful, Lord. So please keep that in your prayers also. Also, end of uh, September, early October, there'll be the Man Up Retreat. If you're looking for more information on that getaway, please let myself, please let me know. For our prayer list, we want to keep in our prayers Brad Hagen. We prayed for him this past weekend. Uh, he's got not only pancreatitis, but he's going to be having his gallbladder removed the next two or to four weeks. So we pray for the Lord will relieve his pain. Also, Wilton Landon, August 19th, he'll be figuring out his scheduled for major lung surgery for his tuberculo- tuberculosis. So we pray for him. We've also prayed for Steve Groth with his eyesight. He had an appointment this past Thursday. didn't find out a whole lot, but he's hopefully going to have another appointment on Friday. So we pray that his eyesight would uh, be able to be restored th- through the Lord, through the medicine. We pray the Lord's will be done there. Linda Bodie had her breast cancer surgery on Monday, and we definitely want to keep her recovery in our prayers. So also Marie Meyer, we continue to keep her in our prayers with her ongoing battling of cancer and of course the two little ones Lila and Addie the ones that we are aware of that we've been praying for um, for Tim and Laura and, and Pastor and Rachel the Lord continue to bless them also uh, these are the prayers that we're have, have been having requests if you're aware of any other prayers that we should be praying for please do let us know we definitely want to keep others in our prayers and the Lord knows um, our doctrine of the day today is the Lord the Lord's name Last week we talked about the third commandment, the week before the first commandment. So today we want to talk a little bit more about the second commandment, which has to do with the Lord's name, his word and truth. And so when we think of the second commandment, again, that commandment is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And that vain is that idea of misusing it, mishandling it. And what does this ultimately mean? Luther writes, We should fear and love God, that we do not use his name to curse, swear, practice witchcraft, lie, or deceive, but we should call upon his name in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. I think my quick summary of the Lord's name is ultimately his reputation. In the Old Testament, we see his strong stance against the godless nations of the world and their influence on his people, the ones he made his covenant promise to that the Savior of the world would be born from. And so he wanted to keep his name, his reputation, holy. He says, be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. As we see that also in context of those Ten Commandments that he gave his people. Ultimately, the reputation you can think of in a very personal way, in the sense of if we are called by Christ's name, if we are called Christians, then ultimately, yes, we want to keep his name holy as well. And so we look to him for that strength to do that and for forgiveness, because we know it's very easy to misuse God's name. It's very easy to curse and swear. It's easy to call upon God's wrath on other people. And ultimately, we want to use his name for praising and for blessing others. James says, out of the same mouth comes blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. And so the admonishment is there. And the reminder of correction is there from our Lord. But he does, once again, point us to his grace and mercy through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was really fitting with our devotion a moment ago, isn't it? That it is the name of our Lord Jesus which saves, saves us from the curse of sin, from the curse of the law. Ultimately, our reputation has been totally spotted and tarnished because of our sin. All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. And yet the Lord continues to remind us that he has clothed us with his righteousness and his work on the cross, that blood that he spilt for us to give us the reputation, the reconciliation, the redemption, those wonderful R words that we have through Christ's work, Christ's forgiveness and mercy on the cross. And so ultimately we continue to point out to our Lord 
and Savior, the praise that is due his name for what he's done for our name and giving us that gift of eternal life. This is such a fantastic doctrine and one worth refreshing on, whether it be in your catechism or in other readings. If you're ever looking for more, please do let me know. These are the types of things that we revisit because we want to praise the Lord's name always and honor what he's done for us. May the Lord bless you today and use his name to praise our Lord God, to share that name with others, and to point out the joy that we have in that that name will call us to eternal life, because that name is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we look at our hymn for the day, we speak of the same thing. We're looking at hymn 114 from the Lutheran hymnal, verses 1, 3, and 5, and 6. We'll use this hymn in closing. Jesus' name of wondrous love, name all other names above, unto which must every knee bow in deep humility. Jesus, name of priceless worth to the fallen sons of earth, for the promise that it gave, Jesus shall his people save. Jesus' only name that's given under all the mighty heaven, whereby man to sin enslaved bursts its fetters and is saved. Jesus, name of wondrous love, human name of God above, pleading only this we flee, helpless, O our God, to thee. Amen. Thank you for joining us once again today on the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota. You can find us on EmmanuelMankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember Emmanuel. God is with you.